This is a podcast. There it is. Where we play mm. Dungeons and Dragons with each other. I'm so proud. This has been two in a row that he's gotten right. Everyone and welcome to Make Believe Heroes and Actual Play Fifth, Fifth Edition. Dungeons and Dragons. Sorry, I shouldn't uh, have that coffee today. Three adventure where we play D and D with each other um, for all ages. Uh, I'm Paul, your dungeon master, and tonight I'm joined by five of my companions. Hey guys. It's Jeremy, and I play Blaze Blightwood. I'm Jeffrey, and I play Joe Mama. <laughs> Mama. <laughs> 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 got him. Got him. Joseph Stormbright. Yosip. I am Alan, and I play Brackle. Hey, I'm Felicia, and I play Meg, also known as Margaret. Professor Margaret Cavendish. Margaret Cavendish. <laughs> Hi, my name is Zach, and I play Chris. And I play Chris. Chris. Keeps bacon. Oh, the pig. We're excited to be back with you all for episode six of season five. Play some Dungeons and Dragons. No, we're not. Kind of nervous. My favorite character is here. Mm. But before we get to that, we got a couple things up front. First, oh, no. it's the burden I have to bear. What are you talking about? Joe's been here in every episode so far. I do really enjoy Joe as well. <laughs> got him. We love BattleBards.com. We, we do. Alan, how do you feel about BattleBards.com? They are so spicy. They make me tongue go like, what, what? Because I got to get some milk <laughs> because it's so spicy. <laughs> it's so <laughs> spicy. <laughs> Uh, what <laughs> <laughs> makes me go? What? What? We love Battle Bards, and you should too. You want to spice up your gaming table? You know what? I do with their cool. Oh, by the way, they recently relaunched and updated their website. It's very cool. Um, they've got some awesome subscription tiers and stuff where you get access to all of their sound effects and music. Go check it out and spice up your table. And now, if you love our show, you want to support us, a couple ways you can do that. One. Leave us a five-star review. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to read a review right now. One of those five-star reviews. This comes from author Garbanzo3. Garbanzo Beans. Entitled Amazing. Five stars. Felicia's, Amazing. Felicia's going to read it for you now. <clears throat> <clears throat> as good as Sneak Attack. What? Need I say more? It may even be better. The production quality is top-notch, and the story is amazing. The players have all been playing together for years, and mm -hmm. it really shows in how comfortable they are with one another, mm -hmm. meaning they really get into the story and their characters. Thanks for keeping it clean. Thank you, Garbanzo the Third. What sneak attack? I knew you were going to say that. I knew you've been waiting to say that. Um, thank you so much, Garbanzo, thank you, for Garbanzo. the five-star review. You rock. That was awesome. Is it like Make Believe Heroes? Make Believe Heroes. Now we're going to give a shout out to one of our patrons who went to patreon.com slash makebelieveheroes and supported us. And if you support us at patreon.com slash makebelieveheroes, we will give you a shout out live on the show just like we're doing now for Jason Funderburger. The Frog? Jason The Frog. Literally, it says Jason Funderburger, parentheses, The Frog. We love you, The Frog. Not the dude, though. Because the dude, Jason Funderburger. What if we just... Great job. Call out to uh, like Over the Garden Wall. Exactly. Thank you so much for your support, for your love and kindness. You rock. You are awesome. Like Chris's socks. You're the rocks in my socks. You are the rocks. And now <laughs> I'm going to roll a giant D20. Last time I rolled 19. You're the rocks, You're the in, my rocks socks. in my socks. And, uh, <laughs> oh my last time I rolled 19, and then my first attack roll was a one. So that wasn't great. Let's see how things Let's go see now. What it is. Let's see what it is. Come on, do the right <gasps> thing. Paul. Natural 20, baby. What? Natural no. 20. I quit. For real, y'all. For real. Now's the time. My favorite character shows up, and now I'm going to die. You would do that when the shade enters. I would like to cast a fifth level fireball at the shade. I just want to say the shade is here, and we are all bloody. Last time on Make Believe Heroes. Dun, 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 dun. Last time, our five adventurers plus Karn. 
uh, stood their ground against the enormous, gigantic dire troll, its three heads lolling about in its mouths, covering its body as it tried to claw and devour them. But they stood strong against it, quickly trying to heal one another. It's just sort of scrambling. Joseph flew up in the air. There were fireballs being cast around the place, or firebolts anyway. Walls of flame, arrows flying with lightning bolts, and then a blaze hopping around, stabbing it repeatedly into the neck and the back and the body with his flaming greatsword. What's up with that? Who can say? All kinds of just weird, cool action. Boom. And then Joseph blasted a massive hole through its chest with a chromatic fiery orb. Just as it fell down trying to claw and bite its way to finally devour our friends, Brackle loosed one final arrow to destroy it. Good job, Brackle. But that arrow was strange as black tendrils reached up from his shadow and latched themselves onto the arrow. What's up with that? No one can say. Just when they thought they were safe, the giant troll melted into a massive glorp of acid. And the acid glorped out all over the muck and the mud and everyone was trying, struggling to get away from it. And then suddenly the ground opened up beneath them and began to swirl and suck them down into it. In spite of Meg's water walking spell, they were still not able to rescue everyone from falling out as Joseph cast fly on as many as he could see. But Chris and Karn found themselves deep beneath the Earth's crust, the swamp, inside of some strange cavern. And soon all of our adventurers flew down to check on them. And there they found this strange black tree, cold as ice and hard as stone and hanging from two limbs about 10 or so feet up off the ground were old, broken chains. And as they stood there gazing at this strange thing, this strange effigy, there appeared behind them a figure, tall, slender, dressed in a black cloak with purple lining. And he spoke to them, well, 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 what do we have here, visitors or thieves? Yes. And how, may I ask, did you manage it? Hmm? We are not thieves. We are troll slayers. Why are you under the earth? Why am I under the earth? Well, why are you beneath the, as you say, the earth, the swamp? We didn't really, well, some of us Who didn't. are you, and why are you here? I take a step towards him with my sword still outstretched. I am Blaze Blightwood. Well, Blaze Plightwood. And he reaches up and touches the uh, point of your greatsword, and the fires go purple and then out. Oh, boy. Why don't you put that away while we're talking? Hello, I am Professor Margaret Cavendish. Well, Margaret, it is nice to have you here, but could you tell your friend? It's me again, Margaret. That it is unwise for him to point his sword at people. I'll just look at blaze <laughs> i do not mean you offense i just do not know who you are and have come out of combat only moments ago well do i appear to be a troll i see six figures and only two have taken the decency to introduce themselves a six figures is what it costs for me to introduce himself i walk up to him and i extend my hand i am keeps rocks and socks i <laughs> fell in this hole by mistake he looks down at you. He's tall. Uh, he's kind of got his arms like up here against his chest, and he's looking down at you like, mm, do I want to extend a hand? Keeps Rocks and Socks. This is a very unconventional name. Are you from Rune Rock, perhaps? Oh, my gee. Oh, <laughs> snap. How, 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 do you, how do you know that name? Doesn't it feel good, Paul? Doesn't it feel good? How, how, I think how? you'll find that I know many things. Anyhow, you are human? Brackle, you should not introduce yourself to this shade. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Brackle. Brackle. Huh, you wouldn't happen to be a Brackle's in Yeltius, would you? Oh, we're dead. <laughs> yeah, that's that's me. Hi. I'm the Brackle. It's me. I've heard pray tell of a Brackle. Would you know Satsaras, perhaps? Uh, yes. He's the one who went to the hells that one time. Now, this one I know. Linnaeus Darkstorm, you... That's not my name. Scallywag. Oh, no. I do not know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> Come here. Give me a hug. Huh? Oh, don't play it coy, Joseph. I give him a hug. 
He walks up, he gives you a big hug. Wait, I thought your name was Joe. I feel betrayed. Oh, don't worry about it. That's just my little pet name for Joseph. I'm not a scallywag. We're old for you. are most certainly a scallywag. I'm a businessman. Ah, yes. I didn't even see you there, Joseph. And who is this? A friend of yours? He says, motioning toward Karn. Karn stands up straight. He uh, kind of plants his staff firmly on the smooth rock. And he says, my name is Garlock Karn. Did I hear correctly? Or are you Ndartak, the walking shadow? Do not introduce yourself, Undartak. I think it is safe to introduce myself. You may call me the Shade, he says, and he gives a little flourish. Like he kind of like throws his cloak back on the left side and gives a little bow and like tucks his arm behind his back very formally and very smoothly, I might add. Blaze immediately steps back and starts wrapping his great sword back up. Right. It seems this glorp has actually led us to where we needed to go. I thought that perhaps easier to introduce myself down here than up there and all of that, so... It's true. You're welcome. Now, I'm not particularly fond of this place, so if we could, would you follow me and we'll go back to somewhere more comfortable? Will it be easier to convince you to help us in a more comfortable setting? <laughs> to help you? In that case, let's go drink and lose all of our money. <laughs> I don't got no money. Karn, like, like hits his staff against the, the rock again and says... I will not go anywhere until you answer this question, Ndortok. The shade stops, kind of hesitates, he turns around, he looks a little bit aggravated. No reason to be rude. What is your question, Karn? I am looking for my sister, Kyalamiya. She was gone missing some days past now, and we have been searching far and wide for her. Do you know where she is, Ndortok? Come along, Karn, and everyone else, Brackle, Margaret, Blaze, Chris, and Joseph, of course. We shall have something to eat, and as we eat together, I will answer your questions. Sound good? I love eat. And he turns, and he begins walking away, and those dancing purple lanterns, uh, they go with him, and they just float around him, lighting the way. A stone walkway rises up out of the still lake in front of him. Uh, just rises up through the water and parts. It's a smooth stone walk that is leading toward one of the many open exits that you can see surrounding the perimeter of this great cavernous room. I have never seen a place like this, and I have traveled most of Manumi. Oh? Well, have you spent much time underground? Well, you'll be seeing a lot more strange places. No doubt, Joseph, in your travels you've seen many strange locations, but uh, I think you'll find that the Onyx Ziggurat is quite different from anything you've seen before. This is my home. Even this, these tunnels, these catacombs. And as their lord, uh, they answer to me. Well, it answers to me. So should I call you Lord Shade? No, no, nothing such as that. You may call me Shade. Shade Lord it is. Brackle, roll me a D20. How many is that? One D20. I rolled a nine. 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 You feel strange, Brackle. Brackle dies. Just got this weird sort of just not comfortable feeling. Do I feel like Karn is going to act out at any moment? Like, is he on the edge or is he kind of just waiting no, to get uh, his answer? You don't. Well, you don't, roll me an insight check. Roll a Karn insight check. It's a natural one. No. Oh, oh, no. no. It's I'm a natural amazing. one. You don't You don't think that he's. He doesn't look like he's like ready to pounce. Who's Karn? But that being said, it's hard for you to get a read on him. You're, you haven't spent much time around that much time around lizard okay. folk. You know just, them, but you know it's, they're, they're. I was just trying to make sure. Sure, yeah. You don't you don't see him like gripping his magical implement about to like strike or anything like that. But he, he just kind of looks very stoic and deep in thought. You are walking uh, through the tunnels. It is dark. The dancing lights swirl around the shade as he's leading you forward, and. Leading you guys forward as you continue to walk down a path every once in a while. It's it's a long walk. 
It's not like, oh, hey, we just go upstairs, open the door, we're there. No, it's a long walk. You know, you guys walk for at least, you know, 15, 20 minutes, and you come to another one of those uh, sort of the passageway ends, and it comes, has multiple outlets, and he just turns to the left, and then you go, you know, another five, 10 minutes, he turns to the right, and he's just constantly, you guys come to these. Dear Shade. Yes. I am getting lost in your labyrinth. Oh, that's. I am wondering when we will take a rest that is short. As you can see, the blood still comes from my many wounds. Oh, I understand. And I know that those trolls were awfully difficult for all of you. But soon we will be in a nice... Do not say such things. They were not difficult. Well... Maybe for Chris, but only for Chris, as he is small. <laughs> I handle oh, wow. the trolls better than most of you. What are you talking about, Blaze? I, I just feel like I should protect you. Oh, God. It's just a natural feeling. How very kind of you, Blaze. Yes, how... Benevolent. Okay. I mean, I always accept protection. More and more of these intersections uh, appear in the in the tunnels, but always you guys are moving forward and upward. Sometimes you come to a staircase, and you'll go, like a, at one point you hit a stone circular staircase that goes up a couple floors, you would imagine, but it's all very hard to keep track of. Sometimes it seems like you go backwards and then forwards and around. It's just, it is very much so a maze as you're walking. Shade says, you know, Blaze, you said that about it being lost. Uh, if you were to get lost down here, you would certainly starve to death, uh, die of dehydration long before anyone found you. So it's a good thing I happened to be where I was. Mm. I feel like we are walking into a trap. Have you been watching us the whole time that we've been in the jungle? No, 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 no. Only for the last little while. Hmm. Since you entered into my domain. The... The, my home does not have roots throughout the entirety of the jungles, only a, a large stretch of it. And since you have entered into my domain, yes, of course, I have been aware of you. And now you are here. I'm going to use a bonus action to second wind. Go for it. 1d10 plus 11 HP. Okay. 12 total. Nice. He, like, just stops, and you see him put both hands behind his head and grab the hilt of his wrapped-up sword. And for just like a split second, you feel like you may or may not see it light up. And then you hear him give a. Oh, my. That's a 13, by the way. You rolled a 2 plus 11 is 13. Oh. Are you all right, Blaze? I feel a little bit better. Here, allow me to help you, says uh, Karn. You all look quite wounded. Joseph. Yes. You are dripping blue blood all over this floor. I'm very sorry about that. I, I, I have some healing available. And uh, he, this is Karn speaking, he, he takes a look at all of you guys just to see who is, who's like, seems to be in the most dire straits. Meg, Joseph, looking pretty rough. He comes to you two first of all. Uh, he's going to cast Cure Wounds on each of you. Uh, he steps up to you, Joseph, places a hand on your shoulder. Uh, he casts a level four cure wounds. How oh, nice. Uh, you regain 22 hit points. Dang, that was a good roll. Thank you. And then he places a hand on your shoulder, uh, Meg. He casts his other He casts his cure wounds on you, fourth level. 26 hit points. Uh, Brackle. Me. He sees blood running down your back. My backle. He steps over towards you. <laughs> I, I have some. I have some. Some energy left. If you would like some some healing, Brackle. Uh, yeah, I love healing. It's one of my favorite things. Thirteen. Thank you, Mister Karn. You are the healing beneath my wings. It isn't much, but I, I want to help as much as I can. Yes, thank thank you. Chris, thank you for your generosity, but I'm okay. Are you sure? Yes. Yes. All right, Blaze. I, I can help you as well if you need some assistance. I would love the blood to stop pumping out of my skin. 21 hit points. Are we good now? Everybody good? Everybody's good enough? Pretty good. I feel a little bit better in case he tries to kill us. We can fight back now. You all turn a corner and there are torches on the walls. And in the light of these torches, you see that the ground, the floors and the walls have changed from being this smooth, like carved black stone to being something made more so by hand, more man-made. There are glittering bricks of onyx stone lining the walls. 
The floors are covered with dark runners, black with lavender threadings and designs on them. Uh, they're hard to see in the dim light, but you mean to make out all the designs, but you can see them there. And, and now it suddenly it looks like very sophisticated, nice. As you're walking, you come upon a uh, stone staircase that leads up, like I said, another one of those circular staircases, goes up a few levels, probably three floors, you would feel like. And then you come down a short hallway to a metal door. It is a, it looks like a, you know, it's like a black metal. And in the middle, there is a large steel knocker. And he takes it and he knocks the door three times. And when he does, it slowly slides open. Uh, and standing on the other side, there is a weird-looking figure. A very short little dude, donned in a chef's apron. He looks very much like a goblin. Pointy ears, long nose, sharp teeth, black eyes, everything. Except his skin is a very light and pale tan color. And he has just a, a no hair, just completely bald on top. Uh, and he has little bitty half-moon spectacles uh, sitting on his nose. And he greets you all with a little bow and says, Welcome, gentle friends. I'm so happy. I'm more of a rough friend. Blaze is very suspicious, but Jeremy is so happy. Oh, thank you, Glum. This is Glum. He is my friend, and he is my personal chef, and uh, he takes care of a lot of things around the place for me. Uh... If you would, we are ready for some dinner. And Glum gives a little nod toward the shade, and he says, Of course, your lordship. And he turns and walks uh, into the room, and he stops and motions for you all to come inside. I am very excited to try this food. I'm starving. I'm going to look over at him and just kind of smile and kind of nod at him. At Glum? Yeah, at Glum. He gives you a very, like, cordial bow. My lady... Brackle's a little nervous about coming inside. You all step into the room, and the chamber behind him is a lavish dining room. There is a long black table. There are windows that you cannot see through. They are solid black. And there is a, a, a very ornate, like deep mahogany uh, mm. dining table. Mahogany. Uh, and there are exactly one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight seats, two on each end. And three on each side. And standing at the end closest to you, there is another figure. She is young, somewhat sheepish looking, beautiful, lizard, young woman. She is blue-green scaled. Her eyes are sharp and fierce. She is wearing a regal frock woven with stripes of red, blue, yellow, and purple. And the moment that... Karn steps through, he stops, and then speaking in the language of his people, he rushes forward to her and just grabs her in a hug, and she she kind of looks a little taken aback that he's there, and she just kind of gingerly pats him on the shoulder, and you've never seen a lizard folk blush, but you assume she's kind of blushing a little bit, embarrassed. We have completed our mission. Let us eat and drink until we pass out. And lose all of our money. And lose all of our money. There is a spread on the table. Shade, it is perfect. You have the exact amount of chairs we need to feast. Well, as I said, I was expecting company. That is very strange, and I do not understand why. I was just going to say toward uh, Mia, we have heard all about you, and we're so glad to see you doing well. I am well. Have you... um, My... I'm... I am Hyalamiya. Uh, this, uh, I'm sorry, I'm a little embarrassed. My brother just attacked me in front of everyone. You can see he's like beaming, just very happy that she is alive because he was not sure that she would be. He thought she would dead. Please, please, Margaret, Joseph, everyone, Mia, my dear, would you all take a seat? We have a wonderful meal prepared by Glum. And trust me, when you have finished eating, you will want to hire him for your own mansions and your own homes. I'm sure it is going to be wonderful. Your lordship. Your lordship. And Glum sets about fixing. He, he steps around. He's like pulling back chairs for everyone. He goes around, pushes the chairs in. He's, he, he passes plates down. He sets them up and he's just kind of taking care of things. And then as he's poured the drinks and, and helped everyone to what they need, he steps back by one of the long black drapes and he just has his arms crossed behind his back and he stands there while you all eat. So do you all eat? 
Brackle waits to see everybody else eat first, then he eats. I eat for oh. sure. The shade starts eating. Joseph's eating. Blaze does not hesitate. He goes straight for it. Blaze eats. Yeah, Chris is going to town. I start like kind of, I don't know, I feel like nasty. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of washing up a little with some uh-huh. napkin and stuff before I just, <laughs> and I'm really trying to. Uh, oh, yeah. I meant to mention as the shade like goes to sit down, he kind of like. He does a little spin and takes off his cloak, and when he does, that lounging robe that he was wearing come, becomes like very regal. I was trying to see if you had prestidigitation, but you don't. I don't. Um, but uh, the shade looks over and sees you taking your napkin and kind of dabbing at yourself, and he says, oh, I'm so sorry. Please allow me to freshen everyone up. And he stands, and he pulls from his hip like a, a wand, and he just quickly goes to like spinning it as he does basically he prestidigitates everyone and you can clean things and he just cleans all the muck and all the mire off of you oh, thank, um, thank and you, you so feel much. much more fresh uh, he's a, a brackle a brackle roll me a d20 which kind the one with 20 sides the kind with the duck in it sure yeah that's good I like it mm. I rolled a 16 I like it too going on 17 okay you have had a strange feeling of uneasiness the whole time you've been here I mean I'm brackle it's like a prickling on the back of your neck, almost like a static feeling, and you're becoming increasingly more like frustrated about it. It's making you a little irritable feeling. You know what I mean? So Brackle's sitting there, just kind of like, <sighs> no, you know, you've got a handle on it right now, but it's you're just you're just not comfortable. Something weird. It's just something's not right about this place. Yeah, something's not right about this place. Well, whatever do you mean, Brackle? You don't like my home? It's it's not uh, the the decor is nice and it's comfortable and all of that bullcrap, but it's <laughs> something in the air. So there's some kind of magic or something. I'm sorry, Master. That's probably the garlic. I went a little strong, I'm afraid, on the roast lamb. I'm not a vampire, but garlic don't bother me. I think it's the magic garlic. Uh, yes. What do you mean, Brackle? The mutton is delicious. It is delicious. But it's something just not right. I'm a, maybe it's just me. I'm ill at ease. So you are. We were told your name, and you are also known as Zerluin. Well, who who told you to call me Zerluin? Your mother. We were told by Governess Marleyan, and oh. she sent us on this mission. So you're here for Marleyan. Do you know her? I do, yes. Of course I know her. I've known her since she was very young. Of course I know her. She's me. Yes, we were sent by the governess, but... We need your help. We were sent by the governess, and and we were in need of help. And I think, Joseph, uh, you know more about this. The governess needs your help. Joseph. Joseph, Joseph. Joe. Mama! <laughs> you're, you're in league with Marleyan? I am surprised at you. I wouldn't say I'm in league. Well, then he, what would you say? I'm doing a business deal. With Vinthaven? <laughs> well, you set your sights quite high this time. Yes. And that is why you were all here? Definitely. I'm here because... Bad things are about to happen. Do I know, like, why? Like, I know the governess sent me here, and I know I was sent to there because of the thing. Like, do I know exactly what the shade's going to do to help? You do not know that. So I want to know that. Tell me. I want to know. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm not going to tell you, but there is someone in the room who might know. Mr. Shade, I'm supposed to be here to help save the world from the Unchained. What can you do about that? Wow. Well, so, Marleyan has finally decided to cast her lot in against the Crooked Father. Did you just say the Crooked Father? Yes, yes, yes. In Blackfire, all of them, the Unchained. I, I don't think I know about this. Blackfire being the... The one who killed... I know. Yes, our unfortunately. Late goddess. Yes. Um... Atonia. May she rest in peace. She was my favorite, I think, of the gods. you you knew her? Personally? Well, we bumped into one another from time to time. But alas, she is gone. Joseph. Yes? 
I, I want to know a little more about why you have cast your lot in with Marleyan. Well, this whole business about the Crooked Father is greatly affecting my enterprises. Blaze, you've never heard of the Crooked Father. But as soon as he starts talking about it, you know who he is and you're aware of it. Oh. The seas are extremely unforgiving uh, right now. Almost everywhere is unforgiving with the Crooked Father advancing across all of Manumi. Well, I wouldn't say he's advanced yet, although he is close. And Margaret, my dear, the Crooked Father is the creator of everything that exists. He is the father of the gods, and he is purely wicked. If he breaks free from his prison beneath the sea and is released from his chains, he will destroy everything in existence. That makes more sense as to why the sea and the the creatures of yes. among the sea have the seas, the jungles, the skies, the deserts, the forests, the mountains, and the plains, all across the world. Darkness is rising. Brackle, roll me a d twenty. Okay, Brackle's going to roll a d20. Okay. Yeah. This one has ducks oh, okay. in it, too. It's the same one, actually. Okay. This one's a 15. Similar. Still holding on, but you just you feel increasingly uncomfortable. I'm uh, feeling increasingly uncomfortable. Would my passive catch on to him acting weird? Mm, no, I don't think so. Oh, okay. He's not really doing anything right now. Just, He's I just, mean him. Who, Brackle? Just kind of shifting. You don't know Brackle very well. Either. No, I don't, I don't know any of these people. Um... I mean, you're getting to know him. But Brackle's also openly admitted to being weird. He has. Master Shade, with your acknowledgement of the dire situation, surely you will help us. Then, in Elvish, he says, There is nothing our people could do better than join together against this evil. Wouldn't you agree? Come together. He, he grins, and in Elvish responds, My dear Blaze... I'm afraid that your people are not necessarily my people. You've never met anyone quite like me. One of his ears is pointed still, and the other one's not. It's, it's missing the point. Uh -huh. But he reaches up and grabs the pointed ear. The sons and daughters of Prevalian and Etonia have been separate long enough. I am neither a son of Prevalian nor Etonia, as far as I know. Or at least if I am, I do not know which. I'm not an elf of the forest, neither am I an elf of Prevalian in the sea. I am something different. I have lived for millennia. Don't elves do that? I would say so, seeing that you know the goddess Atonia. And... So you know, elves used to have the ability to live long like that, but that is now long past. Margaret knows. Saul knows. I would say that Blaze probably knows that too. I mean, he definitely does now. Blaze looks pretty shocked and looks at Margaret and looks at the shade, looks at Margaret, looks at the shade. Were you there at the beginning? I am greatly confused. Perhaps we should have more drink. Perhaps we should. Brackle, you really look like you could use a drink. Uh, at this point, Brackle is sweating and clammy and his eyes are bulging just a little bit and he's like, I could, I could... And then he, like, composes himself and said, yes, please. Mia and Karn are kind of talking to one another off on the other end a little bit. He's talking to her a lot and has kind of held or focused on her for a little bit. Uh, the Shade says, Chris. Yes. How are things in Rune Cathair? Uh, Great. Great. Um, it's growing. Everyone is happy. And it's still mostly secret. Blaze has a raised eyebrow. I know the maps of Manumi very well, and I know of no rune cut there. Well, what lies are you saying, Chris? I thought we were friends. As you say that, Blaze, actually, oh, because you do of... know what rune cut there is. Okay, yeah, that's cool. That's yeah. a secret city underground of gnomes. He, like, has a couple moments of, like, shaking his head. He goes, oh, the uh, secret city. <laughs> Ooh. How long have you been away from home, Chris? What exactly happened in that portal? The Shade laughs. <laughs> Blaze, there's something different about you. I can't put my finger on it. I sense something strange in you. I'm a 
professor at the College of Windhaven. I've never heard of a city hidden underground. It is not public knowledge. With Chris's time with Kjorg and Moger, mm. would he kind of like be curious on what's happening to Blaze because he spent time with those? Or For sure, yeah. Would yeah. he still be... Yeah, no, I think so. Okay, I'd probably just be like, Blaze? Yes. Were you chosen by the god? Were you not there? I mean, I saw you walked into a portal, but other than that, we we didn't really get much of what happened inside. Oh, wait. Which god or goddess? Blaze looks back. Well, of course I was chosen. I'm not exactly sure why, but yes, I accepted humbly and with a little bit of fear, but not too much fear. I've already lost, you know, enough. Hmm. So you were chosen by the goddess Provalian herself. Hmm. Yes, it makes sense now. I would love to know more about how that has affected you. I've met some of your kind. I do not know what you are talking about. Of course you do. But this mutton is amazing. And he, like, just takes a huge hunk out of it. There are four champions chosen to stand against the darkness. And if that's the case, and they have you, Blaze, then certainly they won't need me for this skirmish. Do not be foolish, Shade. I am only a one-man army. I need your help. So what you're saying is we came to ask for your aid because of a war against the creator of everything. This is new to me. Yes. I'm just trying to wrap my brain around it. It's a lot to take in, I understand that. But just to suffice it to say we are going to war against Blackfire, the one who killed Atonia. See, it's a little more black and white than maybe you think it is. Perhaps it is, Shade. Or is it, Brackle? It's, uh... Oh, boy. Still wrestling with this myself, TBH. Brackle, roll me a d20. This time I'm going with a cotton candy one. That was a mistake. Oh, no. What was it? (laughs) A three. You rolled a three. Oh, that's not good. Shade, who are you? Who am I? I am the Shade. I am Dartok. I am Zuluan. And many other names I forget. But if I'm being totally honest, I can't remember them all. I have lived way too long. And um, I struggle to remember many things. Honestly, first time you see, he gets a little bit of a concerned look. Ah, Brackle. Yes, you feel feverish. You are feeling ill. You can't eat anymore. You think if you eat anymore, you might be sick. I push my plate away. Yeah, I look at Meg and I'm like, Brackle looks very, very sick. I think Brackle needs to go to bed. No more drink for him. Karn stands up and pushes his chair back, like like sort of in a rush. I am. Uh, thank you for your hospitality, uh, dog talk. But I would like to take my leave and take my sister with me. Our Makai is waiting for us. Do you have any healing lizard magic that can make me not sick? Mia stands. I am. No, no, no. no. I, I I cannot leave. I am not going anywhere yet. I must stay here, Karn. Why, Mia? I will return home. I, 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 I mean no ill toward my family, but I came here by choice. I came seeking Dartak. I need his help. Someone should see to your friend. Listen, Mia. You're still young. He's like 3,000. It's not worth it. <laughs> no, no, no. Nothing like that, Brackle. She simply wanted my help finding someone. That's all. Brackle, <laughs> have a seat, Brackle. Here, have, have a glass of water. Brackle. And uh, Glum appears next to you holding an ice-cold glass of water. You are my lord. I drink the water. I <laughs> have been searching for all of my life as much as I could for all my life long. the brother of my mother. Your uncle? He was taken from us. Yes, my uncle. He is the rightful heir to our people of the Ankhteu Lux, and my Maka will not live much longer. But Maka refuses to search for him. She believes him dead, and after searching the jungles, she has given up, and it has been many years now, but I some days past had a vision, and I saw a powerful figure, a 
a lizard folk um, in a great city by the sea, a lord among the slickskins, and I believe he lives. Ya la mer. Yes! That's so awesome. He cooking shark steaks by the yeah, sea. Brethel yeah. met him, right? Hold, hold up a sec. Karn says, Mia, you must, you must give up. It has been so long. Our dear uncle is gone. Wow. Ah, uh, Hjalmar. I know Hjalmar. The Shade chuckles. <laughs> he takes a drink of his wine. Tell me, Shade, why have you not told Mia that you have known Hjalmar? <laughs> I, I have been trying to help her. I certainly didn't know that you would all arrive and that this would be more dramatic. Certainly not. Mm. Joseph, you, you think you know their uncle? You know Hjalmar? Hjalmar, you call him? Yeah, he lives in a big city by the sea called Brightport. Brightport? He lives? You can show me where this place is or, or tell me how to get there? Um, yes, actually I can. No worries. I can send you both there if you'd like. Tomorrow you will return home to the Ankhdeulux. You will tell your great Maka, or as I know her, Galactal. You will tell her that Yalmer lives and he is in Brightport, but let me warn you, you you may go and you may find him, but he may not want to return. That is true. He does seem pretty happy at his place of business. But isn't this nice? Isn't this a sweet way to end a meal? And he takes another big drink of his wine. Here, here. Brackle vomits. Brackle, you do feel sick, but you don't vomit yet. I go over and pat Brackle on the shoulder. Hold back his hair. Brackle... Are you okay? You're you're burning up. <coughs> and I take a I take a cloth napkin and kind of hold it to his head and kind of mm-hmm. help him. He's trembling all over. He he feels he feels very warm to the touch and feverish, but then he feels cold. Zalu and do do you know what's happening to Brackle here? I don't, but I'm sure that you can figure something out. Oh. He takes another drink. Okay. So can I do a lesser restoration on him and try that? I mean, if you want to, yeah. Okay, so I'll. You're getting that ready, getting your stuff out. You know, yeah, I'll start to get up, some get stuff ready. out. And Joseph, be honest with me. Yes. You say the seas have been bad and dangerous, and Chris, I really want to know how you wound up with this group. Last I heard, Rune Rock was pretty much staying out of all of this, and yet here you are. Yeah. Um, I I work for Gearby. I'm sure if you're familiar with the city, you're familiar with him. Oh, Gearby. I am familiar with Gearby. He made me my motorcycle. You have a motorcycle? Ah, wow. He has a motorcycle. Around the time of the winter solstice, I I took some adamantine to uh, Dimmerhold. Got caught up with a group there. Actually ended up fighting the Unchained on the day of the solstice. Oh. I was part of the party that took down the evil queen. I don't remember her name. And then I got sent to Venthaven and asked to accompany them on this mission, I guess, because it's something I've dealt with before. I see. Well, it seems that fate has brought all of you together, but I just don't see what I could possibly do to be of any help. About that time you see a little puff of smoke above mm-hmm. her little beakers. Yeah. And she's got her goggles on. Mm-hmm. Joseph? Why am I tied up in all this? Well, you're not tied up anymore. You were tied up when we... Got to the place. Oh, that is correct. Were you now, Joseph? Nice. I am in a mutually beneficial arrangement. Oh, for everyone, Every, all parties involved. Is that so? And let me guess, she offered you your freedom in exchange for your aid. Ah, uh, in gathering my aid. I had my freedom to begin with. Of course, you did. Of course. But you struck a deal, you would help get my help, and she would cut you loose. Yes. But what if I don't want to help? I think you will. Joseph, I I have forgotten more than most will ever know. I have my own dealings. Exactly. Exactly. You've forgotten a lot of things. Yes. He narrows his eyes. And? Would you like to remember some things? His eyes get kind of big. Oh, no. 
Joseph. Yes? Don't, don't toy with me, Darkstorm. You know I have a lot of dealings with special ancient artifacts. He leans forward. You don't mean the Pearl of Remembrance. Oh, exactly. Ooh. Brackle. <laughs> I'm pouring the beaker, like, kind of making him drink it. Mm-hmm. Maybe, th- maybe this will help, and I cast Lesser Restoration. You cast Lesser Restoration on Brackle. Brackle, she's trying to cure the condition, the disease that's, that's afflicting you. Because I don't know what's happening to she, him. Is it like something he drinks? Yeah, I just kind of yeah. made it. A little tincture. Yeah. She gives it to you. You drink it. You, do you drink it? Okay. I quaff. You quaff it down. <laughs> oh what was the that trembling noise? intensifies. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I killed oh, him. Wow. <laughs> you, you feel like you're going to barf, and, and you stand up. I stand up. <laughs> when you do, your chair flops back. Glum goes over and goes to pick it up off the ground where it's fallen back, and you all look as Brackle like hunches down, and coming up behind him rises up this shadowy figure. It's like the silhouette of Brackle, only more angular. Its arms are like outstretched, and its hands are long, pointed, sharp, claw-like fingers. And in its face, you can see like the outline of a jagged smile. And it starts to, it's just a shadow like behind him, but then it starts to like take form and turn into something more corporeal. Oh my. <laughs> this is not cool. Oh no. I've probably like, ta- I'm taking a back uh-huh. toward the table. Yeah, kind of shocked. Zaluin. Karn hops to his feet and lunges for his staff. You see Glum stumbling back. Oh, oh my. The shade stands up, his eyes purple are wide. He has a strange look on his face, but after just a moment's hesitation, he leaps up onto the table, lithely hopping toward Brackle. His hand reaches up and out toward the shadow, and and Brackle, this, like, deep, creepy laugh starts coming out from you. The crap is going on. But the moment his hand touches the shadow, it turns into a screech. The shadow burns with a bright purple light and a flame just... And then it recedes again quickly as you're shrieking back into your back. And it feels like just a sharp, hard stab right between the shoulder blades in the middle of your back, Brackle. And your eyes roll back in your head and you slump to the floor, unconscious. What in the world just happened? Oh my gosh. Why does Alan's characters keep getting possessed by evil main bad guys? I'll check if there's a tattoo. (laughs) There's some crazy stuff happening in this episode. And Oh, if you say what I think you're about to say, I'm about to throw a mic. That is where we're going to end this episode. (laughs) That gave me the chills. Of make-believe heroes. And I'm not playing with you anymore. You mean I gotta wait weeks before I get... I'm mad. He's literally Jim. He really is. How do I sell my soul to the shade, though? He's Jim all over again. It's his cousin. No, it's it's not the same as Jim. It's not Jim. They're cousins. It's because they're cousins. It's probably a family thing. It's not Jim. It runs in the family. Hey guys, thank you so much uh, for listening. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. Y'all, Hjalmar, what the heck? Hjalmar. Oh, I love it. His I was beloved family. Out. That was awesome. Yeah, that's so cool. So cool. We've had a lot of fun playing this And game. I will say Brackle's Shadow, that is, I don't know what's up with that crap. Yeah, a lot of stuff going on. A lot of moving oh parts. Oh uh, We'll have to tune in next time to see what happens. We love you guys. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Adios. Bye. Bye. Jeffrey, what are you doing? Get off of the meme sites. <laughs> Quit sending Sonic. Quit Sonic memes and get in this game, Jeffrey. I'm nervous. When will you learn? What is this you from? Freaking it's from a, oh, never mind. It's, it's now. that old video. Yeah. I don't. Anyhow, you are human. 
Brackle, you should not introduce yourself to this shade. <laughs> I am B-Dog. Also known as B-dog. the Dark Knight. B-Dog. B-Dog. Where's Rachel? Are you Rachel? Ah, Shade, you may actually know who Rachel is. Are you being serious? Mr. The Shade, I'm Brackle. He has not introduced himself. Oh, Mr. Mr. Glorp Dweller. I am the sh- I am the shade. I'm the shade. I don't know who I am. Who are you? My name is Ishbabinab. <laughs> it's such a joy having trying to have conversations with Brackle. Brackle's such a fun guy to have conversations He's with. He's a real fun guy. He is. Ah, oh, Shay, do you happen to know? <laughs> Where a detonator is. <laughs> Where's the detonator? Yeah, he lives in a big city by the sea called Brightport. Brightport? Brightport. He lives, Corn. He is alive. Yeah, he's my cousin. <laughs> he is. They're cousins. <laughs> Cannon now. Stop, Joe. You're not going to. Joseph is not going to help him live this delusion any longer. <laughs> He lives. Brackle vomits. Brackle, you do feel sick, but you don't vomit yet. Hold it for just a second, Brackle. Hold it. Yet. (laughs) I go over and pat Brackle on the shoulder. Hold back his hair. Brackle, are you okay? You're you're burning up. (laughs) And I take a I take a cloth napkin and kind (laughs) of hold it to his head and kind of help him. He's trembling all over. I probably can't. He doesn't feel hot though. He feels cold. Well, I just said it feels. Did you say he feels I hot? I said he's burning up. Oh, okay. Well, that's why he, he feels he feels very warm to the touch and feverish, but then he feels cold. Okay, Alan. Okay, Alan. Okay, we got enough there. Um, oh my God, Alan. <laughs> 